Welcome to College Football Roundtable, your source for college football coverage, including major storylines, playoffs, can't miss game previews, and picks each week. Join your hosts, Dan, Rob, and Jordan at the roundtable for a show unlike anything else. As for Football presents the College Football Roundtable. Trash Talk Nation, this is the Angry Colonel Rob, and you're welcome back to the College Football Roundtable, or if you prefer, Ring Knocker Radio. I'm joined today by Jordan in Atlanta and Dano Ikebasa, Bristol, Connecticut. What's up, guys? Nothing, man. Good, uh, good weekend of action. Army got a win. I'm happy. Yeah, it is. A, it's an interesting thing, and I think this is going to be one of those seasons where there's going to be a rotating uh, top ten college football, which is always good, unless you are a fan of one of those teams that gets bumped out. But uh, <laughs> without further ado, we'll we'll toss it over to Dan to give the uh, Service Academy results from last week. So yeah, thanks, Rob. Uh, as we said, Army is three and zero after drubbing the University of Connecticut, forty-two to zero in the first half, and fifty-three to twenty-one overall. Army ran for 397 yards, threw for another 107 and a touchdown. The Black Knights are now 11 of 13 passing this this, ah, this season for 282 yards and four touchdowns. Black Knights, legitimate passing offense, switching to the uh, air raid any day. Navy got a bye after getting blasted by Air Force. And the Zoomies lost to Utah State, guys, 49-45 off a 36-point second-half rally. Utah State for through threw for 448 yards and ran for a buck 80. Air Force threw for a buck 82 and ran for 437. Folks, scientists are studying this game in an attempt to detect any microscopic play signs of defensive play. They are not hopeful. They are going to need an electron microscope to look for that defense. Seriously, seriously, how do you rush for 440 yards on the ground and lose? That is mad. Uh, Coast Guard Academy beat Nichols 33-6. That is a solid win. And finally, the Merchant Marine Academy blasted SUNY Maritime 56-7. bunch of guys that I work with are going to be sad about that. So, bottom line, Army's first-teamers looked really good this week. Air Force somehow lost a track meet in which both teams broke the speed of sound. And Navy got lucky because they didn't have to play. If you... <laughs> If the Commander-in-Chief's trophy ended today, Army would retain because we haven't played it all the way out. However, bottom line, this trophy is going to be decided at Army Air Force in Dallas, Texas. Uh, a win by the Black Knights guarantees that they will at least retain, whereas Air Force will clinch outright if they win over Army. Yeah, super, super interesting uh, academy football. Uh, I mean, uh, it would be nice to see some of those drubbings that uh, the Merchant Marine Academy and, you know, the <laughs> Coast Guard Academy have had to piece together. I guess that's probably local coverage if you're a, a fan of those two teams, but uh, definitely something interesting. So uh, moving on to the AP Top 10 this week. This college football has already been crazy, and like we mentioned in the, in the lead-up, it is going to be a revolving door. So teams ranked 11, 13, 15, 19, 22, and 24 all lost. Number one, Alabama beat number 11, Florida, in a much, much closer game than people thought i mean it came was an extra point or missed two point conversion that could have been the difference in the game you had uh 
The state pen beat Auburn in the whiteout game, so they increased their whiteout stat, uh, statistics to seven and six. So, <laughs> so the whiteout really doesn't have that big of an impact, <laughs> other than for the fan base in uh, Penn State, but it was still pretty good. An unranked Fresno State beat UCLA. That's a, a punch in the face, not only to UCLA, but also to the Pac-12, because they were trying trying to get their act together and uh, did not happen. Uh, unranked West Virginia beat a 15 Virginia Tech team, but that's a renewal of old rivalry, so records actually go out the window. Uh, 23 BYU beat number 19 Arizona State. Another punch to the Pac-12. So at first we thought the Pac-12, but uh, right now the secret is they aren't playing very good football at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and last, last but not least, that unranked Michigan State beat number 24 Miami. No good times in the land of the Hurricanes this year. So the new top 10 is number one, Alabama, which was first last week. Georgia is uh, 3-0 in their second. Oregon is 3-0 in their fourth. Oklahoma is uh, – they were previously ranked third. Iowa is fifth. Penn State sixth. Texas A&M seventh. Eight is Cincinnati, nine is Clemson, and Ohio State is now 10th. And Clemson had the biggest drop of the week going six to nine, but it's Clemson. They're Clemsoning. I don't know if Dabo is ready to deal with that uh, <laughs> drama and discussion this season, but I'm sure that it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Notable additional teams uh, this season. Uh, uh, BYU 15th, Coastal Carolina 17, Wisconsin 18, and Fresno State at 22. Moving on to the games of the week for week three, we'll pass that over to Jordan. What's up, guys? Uh, Army hosts Miami, Ohio in the last of their three-game home stretch. Um, I think we go on the road for another two or three weeks. Uh, anyway, that's Saturday at noon, CBS Sports Network. Army's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I actually saw it listed this morning at eight points, so uh, line is continuing to slide towards the Black Knights. Navy Oof. travels to Houston Saturday at 7 p.m. on ESPNU. Uh, Houston's favored by 20. You might want to take that because it, it could get ugly. Um, your Navy had a bye week last week. We're hopefully able to make some adjustments, but with all that turmoil going on, they're they're bound to be distracted. Uh, Air Force hosts Florida Atlantic. Uh, Florida Atlantic is two and zero. Zoomies are a five point favorite, and it's on Fox Sports two at eight p.m. Eastern. And there are a bunch of other big games among ranked teams. Tennessee's at number eleven. Florida number two. Georgia travels to Vanderbilt. That should be a murder. Uh, number 19, Wisconsin, host number 12, Notre Dame. Number 7, AM takes on number 16, Arkansas and Arlington, Texas. Possibly one of the best games this weekend. Uh, number 19, Michigan, host 3-0, Rutgers. Uh, also, the Wolverines have been perfect since Jim Harbaugh switched over to blue pants. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> madness. Total madness. The Harbaugh khakis, and then yeah. now, you know. Uh, I'm really... Yeah, these, these, this, uh, this whole this whole blue pants thing, man, and and I will tell you, it's kind of it's kind of like a smoke and mirrors going on between the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, right? The Big Ten overhyping people, it's like to include Ohio State, like everybody's like, oh, Ryan Day is an offensive genius. He's the greatest coach in the history of college football. He's the you know second coming of Woody Hayes, blah 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 blah. And then there's Harbaugh, and the only thing that we really have. Is the pants because until they beat Ohio State, nothing that they do is going to be relevant. Even yeah, I mean, think about it. Last year, the dude had a terrible season, and he still gets a renewal for five years on his contract. There is something going on. He probably 
posted photos of somebody in the uh, front office's family that he's going to auction <laughs> off or something because I don't understand how he retains his job. But either way, I think it's uh, I, I, I think it's it's voting for Ohio State. If they don't get their defense together, Michigan continues to roll. And I'm not going to call you know a Michigan win over Ohio State, but the chances get greater and greater the deeper we get into the season and the better that uh, old blue pants is doing. So you said that, you know, Ryan Day was the second coming of, you know, he's the greatest coach in college football. He's the second coach, you know, second coming of Woody Hayes. I understand Ohio State, you know, Woody Hayes coach, obviously. I got it. But when, when you say greatest coach ever and then you say Woody Hayes, that's just disrespectful to everybody. And I'm currently at an undisclosed location in the great state of Alabama. <laughs> I disagree with you because one, Nick Saban, two, Bear Bryant. So mm. Woody Hayes left Ohio State in disgrace. So I, I don't know if we'd put him up with the greatest coaches of all time. But that's besides the point. Either way, number 24, UCLA travel, travels to Stanford. And number 20, Michigan State hosts Nebraska, who's now 2-2. Two and two. Be interesting to see if Nebraska can get on track and go to a bowl this year. Uh, not optimistic, and I don't know if I would really put Scott Frost in the greatest coach of all time category. When he was at UCF, he was he was on the uh, on the short list, but now not so much. You know, let me just circle back around. We were talking about the Zoomies a second ago. Second week in a row on Fox Sports Two and Prime Time, guys. I have every sports channel known to man. I do not have Fox Sports Two. Like, how do you even get this game? Who is watching this game? I think I think I have Hulu TV. I think they they might have it on Hulu TV. I'm not sure, but oh, all right. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put this on Fox Sports too, right? Nope. That's that's like an extra fifty bucks a month or something. It's easier yeah. to just get it on pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, the the doggone Zoomies, man. I will, I will tell you, it's it's gonna be an interesting season. I think, uh, you know, Scott Frost's troubles. Just jumping back on that when he was at UCF, he actually had the advantage. And in the South and recruiting in the South is a lot easier for skill positions. I mean, yeah. look at, uh, look at Bama. Bama seems to have a treasure trove of five-star athletes every year. I think it has to do with the uh, reputation as well. But, uh, you know, speaking of recruiting or just inadvertent success or luck is how well the uh, young man from, uh, was it Travion Henderson from Ohio state played this weekend. Now I know you don't want to hear about this, Jordan, but the fact <laughs> of the matter is, a 18 18 year old college freshman that uh, opted out of his senior year of of high school football because Virginia's uh, season was kind of cut short. So he went, took a GED, went straight to Ohio State and broke a single game rushing record for a freshman that was previously held by Archie Griffin. So regardless of how the Buckeyes do, I think that kid's going to show out this year and uh, he's probably going to make his first million dollars by his sophomore year of college. But that being, and that's that, that's great. But they you ain't getting to the you ain't good. Go but ahead. They, they struggled. It was the game was tied until the fourth quarter, and they only won because the other team got too tired. Like, yeah, they, they got great talent, but you know if they can't perform on the field against, I don't even know who the hell they played. It was not like a legitimate institution of higher learning, yeah. though. But you know, <laughs> like Penn State or Michigan or Wisconsin or anybody like that. Uh, I don't care how much money their quarterback makes. If they can't put it together on the field, they're not going to win. Penn State looks good. I was really impressed with their game uh, against Auburn. I thought Auburn was going to yeah, uh, I think there at the first half. Yeah, I think ultimately what's going to happen is the kids are going to, you know, the the entire uh, Big Ten is going to have to 
to do some realignment like emotionally based off of this season. Everybody's coming out of COVID. Some teams are playing better than others. But I think at the end of the day, it's like those rivalry games that are going to be those marquee matchups that are going to be determining uh, who actually gets into the Big Ten championship as well as the playoff. But uh, speaking of playoffs, let's get to pick some trap games and we'll pass it over to Dan to lead us off. Weekly Locks. All right, so the first thing that we definitely have to do is review the scoreboard and last oh, week's picks we because I was that. perfect. Dan, we can skip this. I, uh, Notre Dame covered against Purdue. I am now plus two for the season. Rob picked Georgia Tech to, clover, to cover against Clemson. Not going to lie, Rob, I thought you were out of your mind, but they did, in fact, cover. He's now even on the season. Jordan took UCF to cover against Louisville and Northwestern to cover against Duke, and neither of those hit. And Duke beat Northwestern, right? Isn't that right? Uh, anyway, Jordan, you're now minus two for the year. What a crazy Fake news. Fake yeah, I do. I, I watched that UCF yeah, Louisville the, game the, too. The, what a game! But holy crap, UCF. Yeep. Yeah. Play some yeah. defense. Not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyway, uh, I am taking uh, Houston minus twenty at home versus Navy. This this line is actually sliding towards the mid. So if you're gonna bet it, you might wait a little bit later in the week and get a better line. That is crazy. Mids are going to get motorboat raced. I mean, I don't even know. Also going to stick with the Irish this week and take Notre Dame to uh, Notre Dame at Wisconsin over 46 and a half points. The Irish are giving up 4.9 yards per carry against one of the best rushing teams in America. And they're on the road. I really don't know who wins, but I think you're going to see some points for once. And finally, my trap game, Arkansas versus Texas A&M uh, Razorbacks. I don't know if they're seriously good, but they're definitely better. So I'll shut up. So I have uh, Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a five and a half point favorite. Picking Wisconsin, I don't think Notre Dame is all they're hyped up to be. Uh, I think Wisconsin will win this by a touchdown. And then trap game will be Texas Tech versus Texas. Uh, mm. Texas is favored by, I think, eight and a half or nine. Uh, I think they're a better team than Texas Tech, but I don't know. You know, it, it depends on what Texas team shows up. And I don't know if they're going to show up and they're going to be ready to execute. So. Uh, that's my trap game for the week. All right. So my my pick of the week is actually uh, Dan's trap game: Texas A&M versus Arkansas. Uh, Texas A&M freaking on a on a sine wave of performance this season. So they're up and then they're down. So they were up this past week. So I think they're going to be down this week against the uh, Arkansas. And that might be you know that might be a sneaky one where Arkansas can uh, come away with the win. And I'm say that's going to be an outright win. It's going to be upset. So I think that'll be the upset alert for trap game this week. And then I think Stanford and UCLA is going to be a lot closer than the experts think. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take Stanford in that one, seeing that uh, UCLA got a little bit last week, and I think Stanford uh, is due a qual. But uh, only the experts and the game will decide because we will have to watch them to see what happens. But I think it's it's going to be an interesting season of college football this season just based off all the top 25 with teams losing and not performing up to uh, predicted standards. Or, you know, one of the things that I saw was uh, I was watching College Dame Day and, of course, freaking uh, the old Sunshine Scooter is riding high on Ohio because he's basically like the rest of their season is trash because of their schedule. So he's like expect to see Ohio State in the playoff again. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it's always going to be – it's always going to make for interesting discussion – you know, and get that knocked out. But I think it should be good to go. Uh, other than that, everybody, this is 
the college football roundtable, and we are always looking forward to bringing you guys coverage and seeing how well or how poorly we do with our picks. But uh, coming soon, we're going to get Trigger Joe and Big Earl on here, and then we're going to get some uh, some NCO perspective on college football and what they're thinking. But uh, more to follow on that. And uh, again, Miami, we will see you guys on the high ground after we beat the hell out of the Red Hawks. Beat him. Thanks for listening to the AskForFootball.com College Football Roundtable. Join the Ask for Football team for our next episode as we bring you more hot takes and college football analysis. We would like to thank our sponsor at Emblem Athletic. Be your own hero for your unit or team today. You can find us at AskForFootball.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon at AskForFootball.